win or lose, are we feeling the love this morning? Well, now that we've had time to sleep on it, let's talk about it. It's time for Monday Morning Quarterback on WTMJ Now. Good morning, an even better morning after a Packers win. I'm Sandy Max in for Steve Scafidi as he vacations in Italy, yet he claimed he was going to be watching the game from overseas. But in yeah, today right. is uh, sportscaster and dear friend Bob Brainerd. Good morning. Good morning. And wearing his cheddar wedge, so much so that he's got to wear his ear, his headphones kind of To funny. the side. There you go. Good morning, Sandy. Brandon Snide. My voice is a little broken up today. You could probably take a guess as to why. Tell us why. The Green Bay Packers continue their ownership of that team down south, the Chicago Bears. Amazing. I didn't An want to jinx it. Incredible performance out of the newly appointed starter, Jordan Love, which when when the Packers traded away Aaron Rodgers, the chatter in Chicago ticked up about ten notches. Of course it did. Yeah. And we heard it, we read it all summer, all spring, and week one was we just we let it all go. We let it all out. And we dominated the Chicago Bears. It feels so good to be here this morning. Oh, good. Like I said, I was good. I was afraid I would jinx it. I was going to make some joke about, uh, do you think Jordan Love is going to go purchase the Bears? Making the joke on Aaron Rodgers That's shouting on the that he owned them. But, That's on the last guy, right? But but so, but so I just but I didn't want to make any jokes no. and, and jinx anything. So, <laughs> Brandon, are you hoarse because you watched the game at home? Where, do, where were you shouting oh, yeah. at no, Love? No, I was, I was at home. I was screaming mostly at myself. At the TV and at the wall, <laughs> and at my neighbor, who's a Bears fan, respecting my neighbor. Um, so you know they and my windows were open yesterday, so my wife uh, reminded me of that in the uh, second quarter when the game was getting a little close and I was getting a little loud. And she's like, "Hey, you know the windows are open." Oh, so I think everybody kind of heard me. So I was I was pretty loud yesterday. I was by myself. I like watching Packer games alone. Nothing wrong with that. I like watching them. I love going to my parents' house. They usually throw really good Packer parties. I don't like going in public. To like bars or restaurants to watch Packer games. I like being alone. I move around the living room. I get in a three point stance. I got my hands on my wow. knees. I'm ready. I'm ready to go, Bob. Like, and I, I, and I take I, it back. And I can't. There go, is something wrong with that. <laughs> That's intense. And I can't do that in public. That's true. That's so, true. You you can't. You it's hard you to ride the roller coaster. It is the it's emotions a, of NFL football it's games. Emotional day. If you're in public, if you're at a sports bar, because yeah. you know the guy next to you might be doing it, but. If he's not doing it and you're doing it, then you look like a jack wagon. You look like an idiot. So, yeah. I enjoy the social experience. I watched it at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings in Oak Creek, and the only really, really loud guy, I couldn't tell if he was cheering because maybe he had some fantasy football leanings. Probably. That he was so Because he seemed really, really emotional at like strange times that, that no one else was shouting. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's fantasy. But, it, but that's what I enjoy, the communal vibe. For example, there was a fella who was taking his wings to go just before a kickoff. And he, but he joked and shouted, "Go Bears!" And oh, the whole, and, and then he the whole place just yeah. went boo, like, but jokingly, it was a really fun <laughs> vibe. So, like, people ribbing each other. I saw about half a dozen Bears jerseys, but that was fun for me, especially with the Packers doing well and to just feed off that energy. Where did you watch the game, Bob? Uh, just at home. You know, I, I was, you know, were you in the crouch like, like Mr. Cheesehead over here? Yeah. No, no, I don't, I don't do that. So, so first of all, full disclosure, mm-hmm. um, I have a different team that I root for, have been rooting for since I was a child. Don't even need to mention it, but 
two hundred one yesterday. It's not the Bears. No, it's not the Bears. So we're good. But but two hundred one yesterday against the Chargers. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I, I don't hate the Packers, but when I watch the Packers, I watch with more of a neutral viewership. It's not with rose colored glasses. Nothing. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but. But I kind of observe the game, and it's more of like, since I've been in the business, and a lot of times I have to like report on it, mm-hmm. I would watch it where I'm not a fan, because I want to be able to come out and say, hey, you know, the Packers stunk today, or Rodgers stunk today, or, 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 or something, or the, the, the Packers were great today, like they were yesterday. I mean, not being a fan, I can watch that game yesterday and just go, that was really well executed. That was Matt LaFleur coaching those guys up. And the defense playing well, and all facets of the game playing well, so I can do that and say that without being having the pom poms. So that's how I, I'm just really chill when the Packers are on. We were gonna get each of your like top three takeaways from yesterday's game. Get into the nitty gritty a little bit more, and uh, tell you how you can celebrate Jordan Love musically. As Monday morning oh, yeah. quarterback continues, we welcome your thoughts on the old National Bank talk and text line 855-616-1620 as Monday morning quarterback continues on WTMJ. That is what it sounded like where I was yesterday for the first touchdown from Love to Dobbs. It was some good stuff yesterday at Buffalo Wild Wings where I was. Did you order wings? Did you... I had, I had chicken tenders, and I'm going to tell you, they're bullets. Tenders. I'm not a wings tenders. gal, but I will tell you what's delicious. They have a bullet, barbon, a bullet bourbon barbecue sauce. Oh, that's some tasty. Oh. That was good. Their menu's gotten a lot better. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's expanded. It's, the it's sauces changed. have, have yeah. expanded. But you got to have the wing, Sandy. You don't have to. No, no. You have I to have the fu- wing. Well, but that, I, that's I another show. Chicken. Bone in or bone out? Bone in. Nah. What is, Pass. I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye. But I enjoyed myself where I watched the okay. game. And so it was fun to be around a crowd cheering that much. This is Monday Morning Quarterback where uh, it's a special show where after Packers games, we will break down the game and give our uh, thoughts and opinions. Uh, filling in for Steve Scafidi today is Bob Brainerd. I'm Sandy Max and Brandon Snide in the sports chair to give us uh, thoughts. What are some of your big takeaways? And Bob has done his research on uh, comparing comparing previous quarterbacks to Jordan Love's debut. So, Uh, so for me, it's it's three big things that stuck out in the Packers thirty eight to twenty victory over the Chicago Bears. The first thing was the trenches for the Packers, both on offense and on defense. The Green Bay Packers controlled the line of scrimmage on both ends of the field. I mean, you're talking about the offense; they obviously controlled the run game with Aaron Jones. AJ Dillon didn't have a great game, but uh, they gave Jordan Love what seemed like years to throw the, the football. Uh, number two was the guy I just mentioned, Jordan Love. I mean, 15 of 27 doesn't necessarily pop the eye, but on third and fourth down, Sandy and Bob, he was money. Mm-hmm. Eight of 10, 141 yards, two touchdowns, a perfect 158.3 passer rating, a 35-yard touchdown to Aaron Jones on fourth and three. That really took the... I mean, at that point, Bears fans were starting to look for exits. They were the boos were raining down <laughs> at Soldier Field, which is a terrible thing to say. Uh, I mean, then the third thing, a guy that a former first round draft pick, he's kind of been under a lot of scrutiny. The Packers picked up his option this offseason was Darnell Savage. He led the team in tackles from the safety position. I thought he played one of his best games that we have seen him play in the green and gold. So trenches up front, offense and defense. It was just great to see. Former first-round pick last year, Devontae Wyatt, Carl Brooks, Lucas Van Ness, all draft picks 
of this year and last year make big, splashing plays. Jordan Love is obviously the big one, and then Darnell Savage. It's interesting that you pointed out the defense because I've been saying all along during the preseason that this team needs to lean on that side of the football where they have invested sure. draft capital, where they have invested a lot of money. Year after year. And for 31 years, thir- 31 years it's been lean on the quarterback. 31 years of either Brett Favre or Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers as the scheduled starter. So it's about time that you lean on the running game. It's about time that you lean on the defense. Take some pressure off of the newbie quarterback. And here we go. Mm-hmm. Time machine. 31 years ago, September 8th, 2008. Uh, I'm sorry. That, that was Rodgers. You can press a different button in yeah. the time machine. <laughs> okay. September 20th, 1992. That's when Brett Favre stepped in for an injured Don Mikowski. So I take I'm using that as that's when he debuted with the Green Bay Packers. Okay. okay, because he didn't lose the job after that. Twenty-two of thirty-nine, two hundred eighty-nine yards, two touchdowns, beat the Bengals twenty-four twenty-three. That year the Packers went nine and seven. They did not make the playoffs. Okay, the similarities. But they there, had a winning record. But, okay, yeah, winning record, but did not make the playoffs. Now September eighth, two thousand and eight, Aaron Rodgers steps in. Mm-hmm. Brett Favre's gone. 18 of 22, similar numbers to what Jordan Love put up um, yesterday. Mm-hmm. 178 yards, threw two touchdowns, rushed for one, beat the Vikings, though, 24 to 19. And then Jordan Love yesterday, you heard the numbers 15 of 27, 235, three touchdowns, beat the Bears 38 to 20. So all three quarterbacks in their quote unquote debuts won the football game. By the way, uh, Rogers' season, his first in 2008, team went 6 and 10. Six and ten did not make the playoffs, obviously. So the point I'm making here is that you got to ease into this with Jordan Love. Even though he won, so did Favre, didn't make the playoffs. So did Rodgers, didn't make the playoffs. If things go south after this and the Packers don't make the playoffs, doesn't mean that the quarterback is at fault. Doesn't mean that the quarterback isn't going to figure things out. Because the two guys in front of him, obviously. Who were superstars. Superstars, Hall of Famers. Figured it out. So patience, Packer fans, and that's why I go back to the patience of let your defense do the heavy lifting. Let the running game do the heavy lifting. Let number 10 get comfy his first year by spreading the love, if you will, pun intended there. <laughs> Did the we... Bears are who we thought they were. <laughs> Did we like the coaches each of those years? <sighs> oh. Brandon, uh, let's see. Favre was year? Holmgren. It was. It was Holmgren. So and McCarthy and Rodgers. Yeah, McCarthy with Rodgers. So I mean, they won Super Bowls. They won Super Bowls. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm. So yeah, just going with the analogies. And they were they were both offensive minded quarterback uh, coaches yep. who w- were in the ear hole of their quarterbacks. So I think there's patience there too. I think Matt Lafleur, you need to need to preach patience with him. His game plan yesterday was really good for Love. Made him feel comfortable. Um, used the running game in the second half, which made him feel comfortable, which got Aaron Jones involved. Right. So that was twofold. So, yeah, I, I mean, when I talk about patience, I think patience with LaFleur because he's kind of starting over. But we, we all heard about the Aaron Rodgers-Matt LaFleur dynamic, and while you don't think that there was anything wrong there, 
I think at times Rogers took liberties and said, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to do what I want here. And maybe Matt LaFleur was like, yeah, well, you do what you want because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the new guy here. And you're, you're, so there may have been some of that. With Jordan Love, there's going to be nothing of that. Matt LaFleur is in charge. He's the offensive mind. And Love's going to be all ears. Yeah, there's there's no taking away who the leader is in Green Bay right, right. now. And that is Matt LaFleur. And there was a little bit of a learning curve, I believe, on Sunday. If you remember in the first, going into the first half, they had they ran a play. Jordan Love got sacked. There's about 37 seconds left on the play clock, and they waited till there's about four seconds to call a timeout. And I think that's just Matt Lafleur's learning. Okay, I don't have Aaron Rodgers out there, and this isn't a knock on number ten, but you know it's his first year as the full time starter, as the guy. So there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. Should have been either a spike or a timeout right away. You give your uh, a team another you know opportunity to put it in the end zone before half, but that's okay. You still got points uh, and, and scored you know going into the half, and eventually, obviously took over the game in the second half. So for me, and and Rodgers has said this, he's gone on record saying it, he didn't like to play under center. In a Matt LaFleur offense, it comes from the Kyle Shanahan, it, that 60% of the playbook is under center. Aaron Rodgers didn't do it last year, number one, because of his thumb. Number two, he didn't like it, and he doesn't like the motion. That's another big part of the Matt LaFleur scheme on offense. And you saw all of that on display on Sunday, under center, motions, jet sweeps. I mean, all of it was on display and I know there was a lot of people, especially on Twitter, that were upset about the use of Aaron Jones. I think it was going in where that second quarter where they kind of, the first drive was all Aaron Jones, literally all of Aaron Jones. He scored the touchdown. Uh, and, and it just looked good from, you know, from an offensive standpoint. And then they kind of went away. Excuse me, he didn't score the touchdown, but he got him down to the red zone. Right. Um, and it just looked like a real smooth game plan. And then that second quarter, they went away from him. And I think for people, they just, He's got to understand, you know, people got to understand, without Christian Watson, Aaron Jones is the catalyst of that offense. He is. Things change when the Christian Watson is in that offense. And I think Matt LaFleur used Aaron Jones to perfection. He waited until the second half. He admitted to Aaron Jones on, on the sideline going into the tunnel that he does need to get him involved a lot. And they just fell behind the sticks on, on first down. And, and it caused, uh, you know, Aaron, uh, or excuse me, Jordan Love to have to throw the ball. And, and I thought Matt LaFleur did an, had an excellent game plan, excellent, uh, execution. Throughout the course of a game, look, that's that's not an easy place to win. Like I know the Packers no. have done it a lot, and it looks easy, and people just go, "Oh, it's in Chicago, it's a win." That's sixty-two thousand people that are waiting for this moment. They have been waiting. Some of them literally have been waiting their whole lives to not see Aaron Rodgers under center. And in the heat yesterday, that is Brandon Snide wearing his victory cheddar wedge. Bob Brainerd in for Steve Scafidi. I'm Sandy Max. I had an observation about every time Aaron Rodgers appeared on the screen where I was watching the game last night. And we welcome your feedback on Monday Morning Quarterback. Give us a call or a text. Old National Bank Talk and text line 855-616-1620. Back with more victory highlights next. Four-man rush. Love has Jones in stride. Aaron Jones racing to the end zone. And he's in. Touchdown, Green Bay. Good morning. It is the Monday Morning Quarterback Show. I'm Sandy Max, and WTMJ now has a guest co-host as Steve Scafidi is vacationing in Italy. Welcome, Bob Brainerd, sportscaster extraordinaire, and Brandon Snide from WTMJ Sports Department wearing his victory cheddar wedge. It's you a great day. See it on WTMJ on our uh, video stream. I have uh, what I'm calling my victory shirt. So this is my... It's, it's lacy, it's green. It's it's yeah. the right color, Packer green, so hopefully I'll get to wear this it works. more often all season. Every Monday or Thursday or Friday. Or when or I, we'll take the victories yeah. when we can get them. We'll take it. <laughs> I want to just... Uh, well, you had something to share. 
Brandon. Didn't you? Oh, well, if you don't, I'm just going to blurt it out. Um, watching on the huge screen yesterday at Buffalo Wild Wings, I was surprised during two video montages in which they were showing the big Bears-Packers rivalry lineup over the years. Every time Aaron Rodgers was on screen, I was waiting for it. There was nothing. No one had a reaction. I thought for sure Good you were going right? to hear, yeah, like either a boo when he appeared or... See you later. Don't miss you. Like, good luck, sucker. Like, I thought there would be some sort of reaction. And it was a bunch of classy football fans where I was, I guess. I think that's the sentiment, that Rodgers was here a long time and did a lot of good things for the Green Bay Packers, but it was kind of time to move on to the next guy. And and so I don't think they'd begrudge him. Uh, Favre was different, obviously, because... Back and forth. Back he, right. yeah, he's crying right. at the press yeah. conference, you know, when he retires. Go watch some baseball. Yeah, I still and, remember that How one. he treated, right, reportedly right. how he treated. And and, and so Rogers. with Rodgers, with I mean, yeah. he Rodgers could have come back because he was under contract. He could have come back and been the Packers quarterback this mm-hmm. year. But we all know how this played out. So I think that's perfect, Sandy. I, I think that's how most Packer fans feel, is they don't miss him. But they also, it's like, nah, dude, yeah, it's time. I think... Yeah. You know, it's time to move on. Good luck to you, and we'll, we'll be fine with this guy. Oh, we're, we're definitely fine. That yeah, was on display on Sunday. <laughs> and I think if you're a Packers fan, too, you're also a Bills fan tonight. Because remember, the Packers got the Jets' first-round draft pick. That's if right. Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps, so every loss to them is a better draft pick for the Packers. So I will be a Bills fan tonight. I will be tuning in to the Monday night football game between the New York Jets and the Buffalo Bills, and I will be cheering on Josh Allen like I have always done starting tonight. I feel like DeMar <laughs> Hamlin will uh, also be getting a lot of that oh, yeah. love and support. He's actually inactive his... tonight. Is he? Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's inactive. Thank you for that update. He'll be there, though, obviously. I'm sure he'll get a, a standing yeah. ovation. Yeah. yeah, after his tragic collapse. I say tragic, but it still was in the moment. It was. It was horrifying, but uh, to see him on the mend, and even though he's inactive, he's still an NFL-caliber football player. Amazing. Well done, Demar. By, by the way, go ahead. Well, well done by Charlie, our producer, for the love boat theme. You see what we, you see what he did there? Oh, you absolutely! Know, love, exciting and new. And if you uh, text the word love, L O V E, to the old National Bank Talk and Text Line eight five five six one six one six twenty. Text the word love, and you can enjoy a full love playlist of love songs. Oh, we're loaded to with, soak in the victory. With love. And love boat kicks it off. I got a question for you two, if you don't yes. mind me. We have a text here on the uh, talking text line from the 920. Yes. They say the unbelievable arrogance of all Packers fans is a joke. It's one game now. Enough already. <laughs> My question to you mm. two, is it just one game? Is it? Is it just? And the standing, sure. On the schedule, sure. Is this just one game? I found myself writing this morning that this was the first victory. So I think it is the first of okay. so the, several. And Fair enough. That's in my that's my mindset. It's one and a half games be- because of the rivalry with the Bears and because the Bears did a lot of things in the offseason, okay? And the couple years ago they they changed their head coach. They got Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Now they put some more weapons around Justin Fields. They add to the defense and they get rid of Aaron Rodgers. So they think that the football gods are now finally going to be on their side <laughs> because they did all these sure. things, right? The stars are going to align, and then they don't align like that. So to a Packer fan, it's one win, but it's also a half win because of all those extracurriculars of this rivalry going back and forth. I think it's a tone setter. It's a tone setter for the season. Yeah, It's absolutely. a tone setter for yes. the new Jordan Love era. It's not 
just one game, and I know our friends over at 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee had this conversation as well. Uh, Mark Tauscher, who was on the post game last night, said it's the most, I remember the word he uses, but the, one of the biggest victories in the Matt LaFleur, Brian Gudenkins era. Because it is no more. You don't have Aaron Rodgers. You don't have a four-time MVP and all-pro quarterback under center. You are loaded with rookies. Luke Musgrave was literally falling over his own feet catching passes yesterday. Jaden Reed out there catching passes. This is a young team. And Chicago thought the boogeyman was gone. They thought, ah, you don't have that guy to fall back on anymore. And they went into their house in front of their fans after their players, Justin Jones, Jaquan Brisker, ran their mouths all week about how they hate <laughs> yes. the Packers. Yes. We hate Green Bay. We can't stand Green Bay. We can't wait to beat them. Still, and still Sean, waiting. Sean Clifford in the fourth quarter is taking snaps mm-hmm. with like seven minutes left. Take that, Chicago. <laughs> That's good for the game, though. Good rivalry. I would uh, just throw in 262 uh, texted in with an interesting comment for our Monday morning quarterback show that uh, this person would like to mention that maybe the Packers also made the right decision moving on from Mason Crosby. Anders Carlson hitting that 52-yard field goal was something they would never have tried with Crosby. That field goal would have been good from 60 feet plus. Yeah, or, new, excuse me, 60 yards plus. Two new kickers. New punter. New kicker. Um, that that kind of flies underneath the radar until there's something on the line, and we'll see when when sure. he's kicking a 52 yarder with you know the game on the line. But yeah, I mean, there's all these stories, these backstories like that. You know, new new kickers. How's that going to work out? Well, ev- everything worked out yesterday for the Green Bay Packers. That that's that's the amazing thing is that the stats were good for Jordan Love. Aaron Jones got involved in the second half, even though he was like a ghost in the first half. So Matt LaFleur called a really good game. There's not a lot you can take. You know, there, were there some silly penalties? Yeah, there were some silly penalties, okay? But every game's going to have them. Every, every game has that. And and if the Packers lost to the Bears, we'd be talking about silly penalties and saying, yeah, that's the reason they lost this game. How dare you clean that up? But it doesn't matter. You throw it all away when you have a convincing win like this. Now they go on the road and play Atlanta next. What's Differ- your prediction? Different environment. Uh, <laughs> Week two might be just as tough as week one. I, that's what I would say. That's what I would say. Because you don't know. You don't. You yeah. don't know. You're you're still trying to figure yourself out, and you you can't just run carbon copies of this because it's a different opponent that's going to have a different game plan for you. So we shall see. But that's why I read off the stats for when Favre came in mm-hmm. and made his debut. When Rodgers came in, just because you win that first game, neither team made the playoffs that first year. I'm not saying the Packers can't make the playoffs this year. But it is one. So back to that question. Yeah, it is just one game in the standings. It's one and a half because you're basking in the glow of being the Chicago Bears. That is your rival. And based on Rodgers' very first season with the Packers, as long as Love goes six and ten, he's better. He's they'll have they'll have six wins by November. Okay, you heard it here. This is week one of Monday Morning Quarterback on WTMJ Now. Bob Brainerd, Brandon Snide, thank you so much for uh, joining me, enlightening some of your insights and going going through some important Packers history. But so much fun to share a victory and to see Jordan Love perform so well, even see his mama, Anna, in the stands. Uh, you will be able to recognize Brandon Snide with his cheddar wedge on all day today, whether he's shopping at the grocery store, pumping gas, you will recognize him. Just give him away. I got some weird looks at Speedway at 4.30 this morning. I would think you'd get high fives. 
Those people must be most people must be Bears fans. Oh, they could be Badgers fans. I started to say Badgers. It wasn't a great weekend. Yeah, we're not we're not doing uh, (laughs) Badgers Monday morning quarterback for the Badgers game, but we still keep the hope for that too. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Uh, If you want to hear this again, it will be podcasted on WTMJ.com, and you can still watch the video stream at WTMJ.com as well to see Brandon in his cheddar wedge and me in my victory shirt and Bob in his Dolphins hoodie. You don't have to say it. (laughs) Also, text the word love, L-O-V-E, to the old National Bank Talk and text line, 855-616-1620 for a Jordan love playlist so you can uh, soak up the victory vibes all day long.